0: Do we look at the camera at all when we're doing this?
1: You look wherever you want to look.
0: Uh. James is going to use this as a cold open.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James.
0: And I'm Jesse
1: his wife hey. uh, you're my wife yeah it's crazy what? it's
0: just the two of us it is
1: just the two of us because
0: you know it takes two
1: it does take two that's the name of the game we're talking about today uh it's just you and i because there's only two people and it takes two uh which is the game we're talking about
0: yeah you have to look me in the eye the entire time we're talking it's weird for you huh yes <laughs>
1: Uh, so yeah, It Takes Two is a, like, it is a co-op platformer puzzle solver. It's, it's a little bit of everything. It
0: really is. Like, there's a lot about It Takes Two that is hard to explain, if only because it covers so many different things. Like, at one point, it's like a, a a top-down RPG, too. Like, it's incredible. Like, the...
1: It is, um, it is a split-screen game uh, where you control... First of all, this is by uh, developer Hazelight. Fuck Haze-Lite. the Oscars. Developer Hazelight Studios, uh, directed by Joseph Ferris, who is best known for being the guy who said, Fuck the Oscars. No, seriously, fuck the Oscars. If you don't know what I'm talking about right now, Google that shit. My uh, favorite
0: is that go- you flipped off the microphone specifically. Right.
1: Google that shit. And I want you to when you're watching that clip, I want you to Google "fuck the Oscars," and I want you to look at the host who is standing over Joseph Ferris's left shoulder, no, his right shoulder. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, left on the screen, right in real life. Who is standing over Joseph Ferris? And I want—he's the host of this award show, and I, I want, to I want... Watch
0: his soul leave his body. Yes, that, that man's soul is gone. He could see the Nintendo money leaving his pockets right. as this is happening. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. That's my favorite part of that clip. He is best known for just being an asshole, kind of, just like a...
0: because he's a harmless he's, asshole. He's, he's not What's an
1: asshole. asshole. Like, I, I shouldn't say
0: Well, Okay, so he's a jackass. I wouldn't even say he's a jackass. He's just very much he's, Joseph he's, Ferris.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a goof, I guess. Yeah,
0: he's very and he's left of center he's r- left of center right
1: and i played i did not play was it a way out which yeah. was that studio Hazelite Studios' second game i played uh, brothers a tale of two sons i did not like it i for those people who played it i i get it there's like mm-hmm. an 8 9 10 hour build up for like the payoff and i was like okay the payoff is kind of neat but it was not worth the build-up. Anyway, whatever. Enough about that game. So, I, I was kind of like, uh, whatever, on It Takes Two. I've heard so many good things about it, but like... One game of the year. I know, at, at Jeff Keighley's games Game Awards. Um, After
0: he made that man's soul leave his body, he came yeah. back and got an award. I can't so. believe
1: it. Uh... So yeah, I like I'm like oh god, this guy is kind of a clown. It's the best way to describe Joseph Ferris. He's a clown.
0: See, I think he's just like super european (laughs) that sounds weird but he's just very eccentric very
1: eccentric maybe yeah yeah. like
0: he's unapologetically eccentric i think is like
1: somewhere in between eccentric and clown is joseph Ferris. and uh here's
0: the thing if you did like a swing of eccentric people and Mm -hmm. david lynch was like the negative and jeff goldblum was the positive Mm -hmm. he's somewhere like
1: in between yeah somewhere
0: in between like he's in that curve somewhere of just a very like it's not that I distrust him around people, it's just I want to be sure of what he's going to say before he says it. That's right. the yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he needs a PR. That P- man
0: will fucking go. He
1: needs a PR person. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, oh my god, this director is kind of a clown and I didn't really like the previous game, but I keep hearing nonstop shit about how good It Takes Two is, which is this co-op split screen game that you and I played together um
0: do you want to talk about what the game itself is about do you want me go ahead go ahead talk about what this game is about i will do that so the game focuses on a couple that is planning to get divorced and their daughter kind of yeets them into this like morbid brave little toaster world because she wishes for them to just be friends again she's not even asking for the marriage to be healed she just wants them to you know not hate each other and so the, the, per, the premise of the game is that you are this couple that has, you know, up until this point, been not doing great. And now, you know, you have to play as these two people who maybe aren't even the best type of people, like they're not great people to begin with, uh, trying to fix their relationship, not necessarily their marriage, but their relationship And that's kind of the overall theme of the game. But let me tell you, it doesn't really play... Like, you're not going around, like, trying to collect, like, pieces of your wedding ring or some shit. Like, it's not, you know, some extremely, like, heavy-handed message. There's a lot of the game that just kind of comes through as, you know, you do have to do these things together. But it's not necessarily... uh, the, the the fixing your marriage part of it really wasn't super heavy handed I thought but no. yeah so overall the premise is that you're trying to fix your relationship with sure this other sure, sure 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 yeah. sure sure the
1: the narrative premise is these two people are trying to fix their relationship mm-hmm. but uh, yeah the gameplay <clears throat> the gameplay I'm I'm gonna say that the gameplay of this is very similar to what I've described on this podcast before as like the new style of Mario games where they're just constantly coming up with new ideas and like new shit. Like, Hey, what if, uh, every time you jump platform switch, what if, you know, gravity was inverted. What if you rode around on a B on this level? What if like in every fucking level is completely different. And that's what this game is. Like every five minutes you're doing something completely Fucking different than what you did in the now, last. I
0: will say that I think that, and this might come off as controversial, but I think that this game may have done that new, you know, do something new every level kind of thing. Yeah. Better than Mario has Ooh, so far. I... But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's why I'm saying that. I'm uh-huh. saying that mm-hmm. because. There were a lot of risks taken in this game that I don't think a, necessarily a Mario game would take. That's not saying anything bad about Mario. I'm just saying that it has take it's it's more open to taking risks.
1: What do you mean by taking? What, what are risks taking? What do you mean?
0: So like I never, I don't think that there is any point in a Super Mario game where I am going to be changing the entire play style. Right. Yeah. From level to level to level, right? Like, there right, will yeah, be yeah. different, you know, things that okay. <clears> happen,
1: but I don't know about taking risks, but it is more willing to throw the playbook out the window completely than right, Mario. Right, right. It is more willing to be like, no, 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 this is completely fucking different than what you were doing before, exactly. But yeah, one yeah. thing
0: I really enjoyed about <clears throat> this was that even though it was throwing out what we were doing basically every time, right. It never made it so foreign that it was hard to get back to no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, yeah. Like, it was always the same buttons that we were using. It was using always
1: very approachable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though we would, like, completely switch genres sometimes, it was always very approachable.
0: And it was almost kind of delightful when we did switch genres. Like, it'd be like, yeah. oh, I, I recognize this from this. Like, it was kind of a, That's know. the other
1: thing I want to touch on later is this is pulling... I think this is pulling a lot of ideas from other video... We'll touch on that later. Pulling a lot of ideas from other video games. But the other thing I want to say... I think this game keeps... So, we talked about my favorite game of the year last year. This also came out last year, by the way. We talked about... I don't know that this is necessarily better than my favorite game of the year last year, but we talked about my favorite game of the year last year, Inscription, which was our podcast's game of the year. Uh, we talked about Inscription last year, and one thing I loved about Inscription was that it was also doing that Mario thing where it was like, and what about this? And what about this? And, like, just crazy ideas out of all... But I think the problem, if if you had to criticize Inscription, is I think that it shows you its best ideas first, whereas I think it takes two, st- keeps its cards hidden, and it's like, oh, what about this card that's even better than the last card? What about this card that's even better than the last card?
0: Well, yeah, no, that's like, something, and I would almost say that it's not even that it's better, it's that it's consistently good. Yeah, yeah. It's that it's, there was never a point I, in the game where I was like, I fucking hate what I'm doing right No, no, now.
1: yeah, all, all of it's good. But I mean, like, just shit that was so surprising that it was like, oh, like, this is fucking crazy. I think, for instance, the last level of the game was yeah. the best level. Like, yeah, was that beautiful. was so cool. Yeah. And the first level of the game, we started playing, and I was like, so uh. describe the first level. The first level is, uh, you, you are, like, in a tool shit Okay, first of all, the main character's Cody and May, yeah. right? Yeah. Cody and May are the husband and wife that are struggling to fix their relationship, uh, they are, like you said, they're. Uh, they don't even
0: want to fix their relationship. No, they don't. Anymore. They don't. Yeah, yeah. Just That's to what the game together. becomes.
1: Yeah. But like the kid, magically trans.
0: She cries them into the brave little toaster. It's cries really them terrifying. into the brave little. This uh, game,
1: yeah. Anyway, uh, shrinks them down to like they're like they basically they're, dolls. they're little yeah. dolls, and you're in their tool shed, but you're like tiny little doll size. So. Yeah. Basically, the first level is navigating their tool shed, and I don't think there's anything like, wow, about the first level. It was just like, okay, like... like I
0: said, it felt very Brave Little was, Toaster. You're just kind of a, to- th- or a toy story, no, 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 no. you know, yeah. I, I,
1: thematically, it was Brave uh-huh. Little Toaster, or to- but I mean, like, uh, mechanically, I was just like, okay, like, mm-hmm. I'd say, I have to hold the door open for you, and you walk through, and you hold the door open for me. Like, I've seen this in co-op games many times before. Oh! this time you hold the door open and I hold the door open. so like, like, that kind of like mechanical flip-flop. Right. But like, I think the first level of this game is the least interesting mechanically. Yeah. And then we just keep building on that and the game's like, well, what about this? And I'm like, oh. And it was
0: constantly challenging us. That was the other thing is it never, mm-hmm. you know, like there was a lot of moments where we had, uh, where there were challenges where we went, well, wait a second, is this how we're supposed to do it? And mm-hmm. It's not necessarily difficult by any means. Like, it wasn't a terribly hard game to get through.
1: No, 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 yeah. But at
0: the same time, like, there were moments where we were kind of scratching our heads, like, wait, do I do this and then you do that? Like, that's, you know, so it wasn't just hold the door open right. for you, and then you hold the door open for me. Like,
1: True. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the first level was a lot of... Uh, it eventually yeah, the resulted... First lo-
0: the first level was, like you said, very bare bones, very... I th- this is I kind think, of, you Right, know.
1: right. I, the point I'm trying to make is the first level is the least interesting level in the game, and it just gets more interesting from there, whereas, my favorite game the year, last year, Inscription, the first level is the best part of the game. It is. and it, yeah. There are diminishing returns from there. Exactly. But I loved this game was... They saved the best shit for last, like...
0: Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, there were a lot of really neat systems that... Again, they would use through one level, and then just completely abandon. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's what Mario does. It's like this crazy idea that you literally could have made an entire game about this. One thing that you did. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, we're just gonna use this for ten minutes, and then chuck it in the trash, we're moving on. Well, like,
0: my favorite thing, and my favorite thing about the way that uh, It Takes who did this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: my favorite thing about that is that they didn't just, like...
1: It never gets stale.
0: Exactly. I'm yeah, always yeah. looking forward to the next thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh, what are we going to yeah, yeah. do next time? Like, what is the... It,
1: it, yeah, it gives you these tools and these ideas, like, long enough for you to be like, oh, this is really interesting and fun. And then it takes them away and replaces them with tools that are even more interesting. It's like, whoa, whoa, this is crazy. That What are we doing now? This yeah. is crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, it, it's always building on itself. And yeah. the other thing is that you never feel like you're doing something that doesn't fit narratively. You know, like so you did you were you were paying a lot more attention to gameplay. So this is how true. Here, here's a little piece behind the curtain between
1: narrative mechanics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like
0: between the two of us, uh-huh. I think that uh, and that was another thing I thought that made you know us experiencing this game together really interesting. Is that you do? You pay a lot more attention to the mechanics, to how well something's put together, and I pay more attention to the narrative. Like there was a point uh, in one of the later levels where you're both trying to do. You're you're supposed to be helping each other with this like magnet power, and I don't know if you noticed this. I loved Mm -hmm. that. Like it was it was great because we really did have to work completely together on that. It wasn't just you Mm -hmm. know oh I'm gonna explore until I find my thing and then you know. which there, that that was if I had to criticize any of it, like that would be the thing is that there was a lot of times where I could just work independently from you. Eventually, I had to do something that. And that's would. that's what
1: I found like the least interesting shit, where it was like you know somebody holds open the door with the other person, the other yeah. person holds the door. Or you for have the to the wait person. around until I
0: figure out what I need to do. Right, right, right. But yeah,
1: yeah. There was so much of this game, and that's why I was like, oh my god! In the first level, that was just that. But there's so much like crazy shit later on in the game that is not that at all. Like, right, right. It, where you're legitimately doing things completely asymmetrically. Like, you're doing something crazy different than what I'm doing, and I have to rely on you, and there's a lot of communication, and mm-hmm. you go now, and like, okay, okay, and like, you know, like that sort of thing.
0: Exactly. No, and yeah. the other thing that, but that also fits very narratively, because in the beginning, these are two people who are trying to be very, very separate. They don't want to be dependent on one another at all anymore they don't they're trying to break apart and so something that i found very interesting narratively is that one of the last levels you're supposed to be using magnets together and it one and there were several points where we had to like i had to piggyback on you and you had to do a, a magnet and then i you had to piggyback on me and i had to do a magnet and the characters would say things. They, they went from being like, I cannot wait to get away from you, too. I can't do this without you. Right. Or, You're I'd... strong enough to do this, and I need you to do this. You know, too. Yeah. I thought that narratively, a lot of what we had to do over the course of the game, mm-hmm. especially as it became more co-op heavy, like truly co-op heavy, where we had to, like you said, we had to time our jumps a certain way, or I had to make sure that you knew to throw this at a certain time. Right, yeah. Uh. I found that very, very, like, that really made it stand out. I can see, like, whenever we started playing this game, I was like, oh, this will be fun. You know, it's a co op game for, you know, us to play, but I can see how this got game of the year. Like, then, without yeah. The, it the more
1: we played it, because, like, the first night we played it, I was like, eh, all right, whatever. And then, like, the more we played it, the more I was like, hey, yeah, let's keep playing this game. This game's awesome. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. And our dog was fairly not happy
1: about it. Like, he was <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, hang on, let me look at my notes. I have to look at... uh, The other thing I wanted to touch on was I feel like this game borrows a lot of ideas from other video games. A lot of ideas. But, like, doesn't matter a lot of times. Yes, yes, there was a lot of time. There's a lot of shit that I was like, hmm, this is from Portal, and I'm like, oh, that was was a cool, like, remix of, like... Or, like, this is, um... Oh, the, the magnet part. So there's a part, um... The magnet level takes place mostly on, like, these snowy, snowy mountains. Yeah, it's a snow globe, like, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're in a snow globe, and the, like, the climax of the level is... You're, like, going down the mountain. The mountain's, like, collapsing, and you're, like, speeding down the mountain. And, um, the thing is, you can... There's, like, these certain parts of the level that if you see them, you can magnetize on and, like, get yourself a big boost... And there's a lot of, like, ooh, where are the magnets? And where are, like, these uh, ramps that I can jump off of that give me speed boost? I'm like this is very like 3D Sonic the Hedgehog like
0: exactly but it this more, almost yeah.
1: feels better than any Sonic game that is, like Sonic Team needs to look at this and
0: but isn't that funny to say we need to look at what Joseph Ferris and EA yeah. are doing yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's
1: but there's like there's shit that I've seen in Mario Galaxy that they remixed on there's shit that I've seen in Portal what were the other games I called out that I was like you oh, do you
0: out Undertale but I don't think that you were just like oh this is kind of like Undertale because there was a part where like you like a bunch you have to avoid a bunch of shit I that's thought, well,
1: n- n- there was a part specifically where I thought it was going to get more Undertale than it did there was a part specifically where like
0: by the way there's a lot of spoilers in this one if you haven't figured that out
1: yeah I guess I don't know so uh, I guess
0: you don't really have to put a spoiler ban at the beginning of this it's, like.
1: it's a really good co-op game that's whatever yeah. uh Ah, it's just spoilers. It's well, just no, because
0: well, you know, spoilers about game like design. And yeah, stuff if like if that, you uh, don't want to be
1: spoiled on the mechanics of this game, I it's guess it's too late for that. Yeah, too late, <laughs> too fucking late. Uh, no, I think I called out Undertale once because um, there was like a thing where like we jumped up a, a bunch of platforms, and then the boss was like, nah, uh-uh, ah, that didn't actually... And then it, like, the boss, like, rewound time, and I was like, whoa, that's, like, very fourth-wall-breaking in a way that Undertale is. But the game never really did that ever again. after Yeah, that.
0: no, it, it <laughs> kind of stopped that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, there was, like, a weird, like, one-off thing, but, like, um, a lot of the space levels were very Mario galaxy I'm we had to think had a of whole what
0: rainbow road up below Yeah, there the was end. a
1: rainbow road thing. I was like, oh, this is very Mario Kart. Like, um, I'm trying to think of what the other influences were. Um, uh, I don't know. There, there's a part where like you have to ring a bunch of um, bell towers. Uh-huh. It was like, oh, you know, ring the three bell towers. And then one of the characters even says, like, hmm, wonder where they got that idea. And yeah, like,
0: yeah, no, so they, they were aware like, of where uh, they are taking it from. I mean,
1: that's like the beginning of Dark Souls 1. You have to, like, go ring bell towers. Anyway, um, so I, I think the game is, you know, they looked at a lot of other, maybe, they looked at a lot of other games that the creators liked and were like, ooh, let's just remix these ideas. I don't know. I It was... It was like I don't know. I really liked it. <laughs> it was. It was. It, it, they remixed these ideas in a way that I found very refreshing and not yeah. like ah, you know.
0: And one of the things I read, because I had to not read. Not derivative. Up on what, Refreshing
1: yeah. and not derivative. It
0: wasn't just like, haha, we did a thing that, you know, like we, we riffed on a thing that somebody else did. No. Right, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. felt like that team, like the team at Light like, looked at these ideas and went, okay, well, how can we make that fit in here? I think is the yeah. other thing that made them stand out so well, yeah. is it never felt like I was in a different game entirely. I was like, oh, cool, this is a torchlight thing. but i was still playing as cody and may like we were still working you know on this thing together as a team i never felt like i was going off into a completely separate game that i would you know would never even associate with this kind of thing and then it just took away from the experience in a way that it, like i got distracted and wanted to go play that game now no i was always like oh you know okay so we're doing a torchlight thing now what next and then, you know, and I just kept wanting when, to play When you say it Torchlight,
1: you. you're talking about, like, the RPG. like Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yes,
0: yes, <clears throat> sorry. I not not
1: Torchlight, like, actual Torchlight. You're talking about, like, Diablo-style Torchlight. Like...
0: Yeah, yeah, like the Diablo-style games. Like, yeah. everyone was like, oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll play that next. Like, right, or, yeah. or, or, oh, this just makes me want to go play that. No, it, it really didn't. It yeah. made me want to play more of this game. And another thing we do needed. to, uh, so that's all the, in the gameplay stuff. Narratively,
1: yes, this please. game
0: was fucking wild. Yeah. So the thing about this game... Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: When I say Brave Little Toaster, is it really did have a lot of like Brave Little Toaster vibes when you're in that tool shed. And I think that's on purpose at first. But just like Brave Little Toaster, there's always a fucking scary part.
1: There's like a weird, cause it's they, like
0: they escape this line of like, it's like
1: oh very like fairy tale and like you know whimsical this is and fun, whimsical like play with your kids, play with your family, and then like all of a sudden there'll be something like very morbid or like
0: yeah like you'll suck the eyes out of your vacuum or you'll dis- you'll rip apart a, a living stuffed animal like yeah, yeah
1: or like one of the characters will be like holy shit and I'm like. Who is, I, yeah, who is this game
0: for again? Yeah, who is this... I can't <laughs> play this with my child. Oh, right,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Or I play with my child and they go, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, no, uh-huh. it's 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 a very weird mix. Yeah, it's Brave Little Toaster. It's a very weird mix of, like, this is for kids and it's whimsical and fun, but also the characters swear and there's a lot of weird morbidity.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like this. their entire house and their yard have become sentient, essentially.
1: Yeah, Uh yeah. As yeah, part yeah, of yeah. the narrative. Yeah,
0: yeah. And... Again, like, you kind of expect that to be this, like, really whimsical, really fun, like, hee-hee-ha-ha thing. But then, oh, there's some parts where I'm like, oh, this is really heavy. But the other thing I really like narratively is that, again, these aren't people who are inherently good. You know, at the first half of the game, they're trying to make their daughter cry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and they have no remorse over that near the end. Like, that's, and that makes me go, oh, these are shitty people. Like, these aren't just good people who are in a bad situation. These are assholes who don't just stop being assholes. And even by the end, one thing I really liked that this game did is by the end, you know, you're supposed to have, you know, the characters have mended their relationship. Not their not their marital status, like their marital relationship, but their friendship. Like, they, they understand each other now more. And instead of telling their daughter, like, oh, yeah, we're never going to get divorced or anything like that. Mm -hmm. The dad makes a point to say is, we love you no matter what happens. And made it a point to drive that home to their daughter, where I don't think the characters that we were introduced to in the beginning ever would have done that.
1: True, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And so I think that...
1: There's some character growth, yeah. Yeah,
0: so the fact that this game both delivers mechanically and story-wise, like a a story that is... You know, it's not... Like, I'm sure there are people who want that mystical ending of, oh, they're gonna be together forever and nothing bad will ever happen... Right. But it's more it's, it gives it a little more realism than that. Yeah, it yeah, gives yeah. it a little more like eh, that's that's not always how it works out.
1: <laughs> maybe they'll try, maybe whatever. Yeah, you
0: know. may, maybe this will work for a week, maybe it won't. Right, like right. that's, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh but yeah, so I think narratively it was just a very Can I make one gripe about the narrat- the narrative though? Sure. Yeah. We've got these people who are cursed to be in their doll forms, right? Mm-hmm. And every time it pans into the fucking house, they're just fucking comatose. Like, <laughs> neither of them... Yeah. And this chi- Who knows how long this child... It, 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 I guess it's assuming that it's, like, a day. But at the same time, it's like... So, at what point does this child call the police? Like...
1: So, so like, narratively, uh, when the mom and dad get changed into, like, little dolls... Like, their their minds are in the bodies of the dolls... But their actual physical human bodies are just, like, laying around comatose. And, like, the daughter's just like, Oh, I guess they're asleep! For a long time! Like. Yeah,
0: she keeps trying to, like, get... She's like, Dad, look! You've got this thing! And she has a British accent. That isn't just me trying to be a child. Right, R- yeah, like yeah, weird, yeah, yeah, You know, cockney yeah. child. Yeah. She's like, oh, Mom, look, it's your favorite song. Yeah. And she's like, her mom is just dead. And I'm like, at what point is she going to call the police? Yeah. Like, at what point... Had they not taught their daughter, hey, you know what would be great? If either of us stopped responding to you called child services no one ever said that to her like i mean no one ever said that to me either i kind of just knew it was something we should do
1: so the other thing i wanted to talk about was just how exactly how i don't think you can overstress how wildly inventive this game is there's just so many ideas in this game the mini
0: games alone yeah
1: there's like there's like mini games and some of them are just like oh you do a thing and it's a thing but there's also, like, this game just has, like, a fully fledged, like, chess. You can just play chess. Yeah. In. I was like, what? That's actually a lot of work in programming to, like, program chess. Like, that's.
0: Which was so funny, because, like, at first I was like, oh, haha, this will just be a quick thing. And then when I realized we were playing full chess, I was like, No, play this play is, it. like, a
1: serious ass game of chess. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah. Is this in It Takes Two? Exactly. So, like, yeah, th- there's a crazy amount of mini games you can play. Um,. Uh, 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 Mario Sunshine was the other at the very end of the game, like spraying the poison away with the water. Ta- uh-huh. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, this is very Mario Sunshine. Anyway, uh, sorry, just stray thought. Yeah, I don't know. This game was very inventive.
0: Yes, no. Uh, if I had to give it a rating, I'd give it, you know, uh, five out of five. Divorce attorneys, like just very, very high. Is that uh, okay?
1: That's high. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I loved it. I would give it five out of five. Dicks.
0: <laughs> we had a little to drink before this, folks.
1: Yeah. Uh this is gonna be a very silly podcast. Um do you want to go on to our top five favorite cooperative games?
0: Yeah, I'll get I'll let you go first.
1: I am gonna go first. I think you're gonna be surprised by some of the games on my list. Alright. I tried to pick games that were either specifically designed for co-op or are strictly better co-op. Um, I don't have a lot of like... Because like... Uh, Dark Souls, like you can technically play it co-op. I'm like, yeah, but like a, a lot of people don't really think of Dark Souls as like, oh, co-op game. Like, See, I,
0: was, I was worried about that. I was like, what are going to be the technicalities on this list? Because you so have used technicalities before.
1: These are games uh, either specifically designed for co-op or are just better co-op. Mm-hmm. Except for arguably maybe my number five game. But I think it's just so crazy that my number five game is co-op at all. Mm-hmm. And that is Divinity Original Sin. It blows my mind that this game is co op because it is such a broad RPG with just all these crazy rules. And the battle system is very intricate and complex and it's, you know, turn-based and it, there's all these, like, physics things. And it's like, if you throw this up here, you catch it on fire and then you can spray water and, you know, the water's fire damage and electricity. And there's all these elements and it's all physics-based and it's crazy. Also, you can just play it co-op and it just works. It just works.
0: Yeah, I know. That's it's, really insane.
1: Yeah. And it's crazy for a game... Um, I, if you haven't played Divinity: Original Sin, it's like uh, uh, if you've played like Baldur's Gate, like those type, like I don't know, like very. Uh, Would I don't, you even I don't...
0: count Diablo as something this kind of Divinity?
1: Sort of. It's less. You no, know,
0: Diablo feels kind of click to win. It's some
1: cases. less. It's less like clicky, clicky than Diablo because uh, it has like a turn-based combat system, and it's less. Um, I mean, there's still a lot of loot in Divinity, but um, it's M- m- more it's a little more it's a lot more story based than Diablo you know you, there's a lot of decisions like do I want this guy or do I want that guy and it's crazy that the game is co-op it doesn't make sense that that game is co-op but it does so anyway that is why that it's, game is on my list it just because I played that game and I'm like wait you're telling me this is co-op like what asterisk is on the co-op mode like what f- things are limited like what things can you are you not allowed to do no you just do everything in co op. It's just the same as single player, except it's co op. Like, it's crazy.
0: Right, right, right. It's crazy
1: that, like, somebody can be over here doing this one quest line and somebody can be over here doing this other quest line. I don't know. It's yeah. blows my mind, I guess. The limited
0: time that you and I played with yeah. another one of our friends, and I found that very, very rewarding. Yeah, yeah. So, are you gonna keep going down your list, or do uh, you I want give
1: to... your number five? Give your... Do you oh, okay. you have your number five ready?
0: I do. I was just making sure I had my notes together. All right, all right. Go um, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. What's your yeah. number five? So, my number five is actually Four Swords Adventure.
1: Oh, great! I love so, Four Swords. Four
0: Swords, and uh, were
1: you talking about the GBA one or the GameCube one?
0: Uh, the GBA, but well, here's the thing. Okay. What was the name of the one that was the one that came out on the DS?
1: I thought that was... Oh, you're talking about uh, Triforce Heroes.
0: Triforce Heroes was the other one I really That was the 3DS one. So let me walk walk that back. Triforce Heroes.
1: Triforce Heroes over Four Swords and whatever the fuck the... Well,
0: here's the thing. So Triforce Heroes over Four Swords, not because Four Swords wasn't perfect, because it was as perfect as it could be. Uh The problem with Four Swords is its reliance on the Game Boy Advance.
1: True, it does have a very so, clunky mechanical requirement. Like, at the time, yeah.
0: that was great, but like, right. now... Now so it's like, like, oh my
1: god, I have to have two fucking different emulators, because nobody... Had, let's be serious, nobody has a GameCube and a Game Boy Advance and a GameCube to Game Boy Advance link cable. I mean, and they do, but they're one, also yeah.
0: virgins. Well. Uh, so <laughs> virgins. <versions. laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so... No, so, Force, so Triforce Heroes... I found that to be a lot of fun. Now, you and I didn't finish it, but what we played of it with our friend with our friend and co-host Ryman mm-hmm. was so Justin, satisfying. Yeah. yeah, so Justin mm-hmm. and uh, our, you know, like just that one New Year's Eve that the three of us played it together until you passed out was fantastic mm-hmm. because he and I were struggling through a boss fight, realized you weren't doing anything. Was I asleep? Yeah, we looked over and you were dead fucking asleep. I was asleep. And so that was my favorite. So, like, <laughs> a lot of mine, you're going to find a lot of mine uh-huh. are based not only on memory.
1: Memory, okay. Like, so, mm-hmm. like,
0: mem- memorable experiences, I think, is the best way to do it. Because Justin and I were still able to complete that boss fight, but it was hilarious that we looked over and we we're like, why the fuck isn't James doing And you were
1: just. <laughs> See, I love fucking Four Swords. I don't know, Triforce Heroes just didn't. It was fine, but like... It
0: didn't hit the same way, but I think we are in felt, a different stage I in our life. I felt
1: like an, a lot of Triforce Heroes was exactly what I was describing in the first <laughs> level of It Takes Two, where it's like... Two of the links hold the door open for the one link, and then the one link opens the shortcut for the other two links. And it was just that repeated forever. I'm like, oh my god, these kind of puzzles are boring! Well, you know what
0: else is boring? Whenever one person, one very sleepy person on your team, likes to take all the fucking rupees and then fall asleep before the boss.
1: (laughs) That's true. I feel like the problem with Four Swords is, A, that big mechanical requirement. Nobody has all that machinery. And it's very pain in the ass to set up all those emulators. Uh, and two, the levels in Four Swords are so fucking long. Like it's yes. like, oh my god, why these levels are like an hour and a half, two hours long? Like one level is so long.
0: You have to really mean it if you go sit down and play that game. Yeah. But exactly. yeah, like so that's uh.
1: So no, yeah, good I, pick. Good pick. Good yeah, pick. Yeah,
0: Triforce Heroes would be my number five.
1: My number four is a classic co-op game. It is Portal Two. Um mm. uh, Just classic co-op puzzle solve... I mean, people know what Portal 2 is, right? Like, if you don't know what Portal 2 is... Do you know what Portal is? Do you kill not yourself. know what Portal is?
0: Just kill yourself.
1: Don't kill yourself. Listen, don't kill yourself. You Listen. can kill yourself. Here's the thing. Portal is crazy. Like, imagine... Uh, you... You open a portal on this wall... and I cannot then,
0: believe you're, you're explaining Portal to these people. And then
1: you come out of another portal on that other wall. Anyway, imagine if that were co-op... And two different people could make two different sets of portals. Anyway, uh, it's crazy, and it's a good game. It's a lot of good, like, puzzle solving. It's good. Oh,
0: yeah. My favorite thing about Portal 2 is the last thing you have to do is just high five.
1: I, and I love that It Takes Two, the game we talked about it, had a remix of the high five thing. And yeah. I was like, oh, they took that from Portal 2. Like, there's just so many ideas borrowed right, from right, other games. Right, and right. Yeah, re, remixed in It Takes Two.
0: So my number two...
1: Number
0: or my number four. Yep. Is
1: Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2.
0: So Borderlands 2 was actually one of the first games that I really put a lot of co-op time into. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, like, there are other, like, multiplayer games and stuff. But as far as cooperative play, Borderlands 2 was a big one for me. Especially because, or the thing that I think makes it stand out, is that Borderlands 2 really did scale the difficulty of different enemies and stuff based on how many people, not just the em- enemies, but the mememies. The Uh, not just the difficulty of the enemies, but the caliber of the reward you'd get at the end. So, like, you were going to get more common rewards if you were playing by yourself, but Uh, if you played with friends... It incentivized you to be like, hey, go
1: get your friends, there's going to be something awesome.
0: Exactly. It scaled the rewards to go with. That's cool. Yeah, so that's something, and I literally have hundreds of hours in Borderlands 2. Like, it's, you know, when I... Which is so funny, because I just did not give a shit about Borderlands 3. But, look
1: forward to this podcast review of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, maybe coming in the future, maybe. Maybe
0: I have a feeling it's going to be coming really fucking fast. Well, yeah, are
1: we gonna? Hey, look forward to Tiny Tina's Wonderlands coming in the future.
0: Hey, uh, yeah. So I hope you're ready to play some fucking Borderlands. I'm with ready. It's but... been a li-
1: it's been a while since we played some Borderlands. Absolutely,
0: but yeah. So that's something that I thought was really, and there was a lot of community involved in in that game. And I would say that the Borderlands community. Despite Gearbox's best efforts to really, really be fucking weird. It's a very solid community. Like, I was always finding posts. Like, it it wasn't necessarily something that I would interact with, but I would always find posts in Facebook groups or Steam groups and stuff of, hey, I'm having trouble beating this, or hey, I really want to get this one epic thing. Would anyone like to play with me? And there would always be, like, five or six replies. There were always people who wanted to play together. And I thought that that was really cool, and so that's why it's my number four. Awesome. Yeah.
1: My number three is a game that... You can technically play, like, on a standard computer with a standard monitor, and I usually roll my eyes when I hear this, but it is absolutely better in VR. This game is called Keep Talking and No One Explodes. Yes. Do we have a common, uh... I thought you might have that on your...
0: It's not on my list, Uh but... I, I wholeheartedly agree that it's a fantastic experience.
1: The gist of this game, and this is co-op, you can play it two people and it works great with two people. You can play it with a whole room of people and it works just as well. Um, it's
0: almost more funny, though. Like if you, you the, the important thing to find here... You know what I should do is I should send you the TikTok that I have that I recorded of you and Zach trying to play this game together because <laughs> Zach's reaction to you not fucking... Put yeah.
1: that in the comments of this video. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because you
0: dropped the bomb post, post and at a one link, point, Zach completely regretted. So, like,
1: post a link to that in the comments.
0: It's fun for both the people who are playing the game and the people experiencing the people playing the game.
1: So, the game is um, one person who, if you have a VR set, one person has the VR headset on and cannot see the other people, right? Because you're in VR. And what they see is this complex console of wires and
0: buttons
1: and lights and switches and you don't know what any of them do right and the other person if you're playing it like we do has an instruction manual that you've printed out ahead of time that you're flipping through right so the way the game works is the guy in vr describes what they're looking at they're like i see three switches Two of them are red, one of them's blue, one of them's got Chinese letters, the other one has... The
0: anti-Semitic sign on it, I don't know right. why Right, it, it looks
1: like a swastika, you're... I don't know, uh... <laughs> And there's a timer on the bomb, so they're like really frantically, like, hey, we gotta fucking hurry up.
0: And the other thing that makes this really interesting is that there are. You only get three strikes. Like, there, you can't just ham-hand it until you get the right combination.
1: Right, you can't just try random shit. So the person with the manual is like, okay, well, you know, they're looking through Where's the, the swastika? manual. They're Where's looking the- for, like, switches and swastikas. They're like, <laughs> where, where, where are the switches? Where are the switches? Okay, okay, okay. How many switches are blue? And they're like, I, two? How many switches have a swastika? I, I don't know. Is one? Is this a swastika? Uh, I think you flip the middle switch, and then, like, you know... Turns it
0: Turns out that's just an S, and yeah, you yeah, yeah. have double vision. <laughs> oh,
1: you're looking at it upside down. Like, oh, that's not a swastika, it's an S, or whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, so... There's not actually swastikas in this game. No, I don't think so. We're
0: being assholes. Yeah, we're being assholes.
1: But there's a lot of, like, back and forth. Like, communication is absolutely crucial in this game. And there's a lot of asymmetry of, like you know, what one person can see and they're trying to describe what they can see and the other person has all of the knowledge on how to defuse the bomb, but they can't see the bomb, so it's like, you're like, over the telephone, you're like, in that action movie where, like, you know, the, like, super action hero is calling the nerd in the tech lab to like, which wire do I cut? Which wire do I cut? And the nerd is like, well, how many wires? Like, which one of them is yellow? Like, it's, uh, it's very much that. I love that game. Keep talking and nobody explodes.
0: So, my number three is. Uh, so, I will say that a uh, spoiler alert is that the last three of these games are games that we have played together. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we've played all of them together. I mean, we, we played. Nice to... We
0: only played a little we bit. We played of them. a little
1: bit together, but we played Triforce um, Heroes together.
0: Yeah, yeah we played. Uh, we've been married quite a while, people. So, five years this year. Uh, so, five co op games. But no,. uh... So, my number three is Super Mario 3D World. Oh,
1: I fucking love Super Mario... Shit, that should be on my list.
0: So, here's the thing, though, is I've noticed that yours are, like you said, they're they're games that are strictly either made better or reliant on co-op. You either have to play them co-op or they're better. They can be single player... But they're definitely better. Mario than you play. 3D yeah. World
1: is like pretty much better co op, though. Like, I
0: will say though, it has to be two people because the second you get four people in there, I've never gets, wanted to not talk to some of our friends more.
1: It gets a little chaotic with four. It yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, no,
0: it gets like like might there might have been a fist fight in our living two, room. Two,
1: right. maybe three is the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, because we played a lot of that together, and I found that extremely rewarding to play together, yeah. especially as a couple. You know, especially as people that you know you're trying to figure out how you work together. Uh, I found out real fast that James has a thing he likes to call penguining, where he will penguin? just he will just fucking forget that you're even playing.
1: The reason we call it penguin is because in Mario there's a penguin power up. You can which get the Mario penguin...
0: game was this Mario Wii?
1: Uh, yes, but I think it is there is new a...
0: Super Mario Bros. I think
1: there's a penguin in
0: not not in three D world.
1: Anyway, new Super Mario Brothers. There's a penguin power up. And Mario turns into a penguin, but what you can do when Mario's a penguin is if you just hold down, he just goes belly, right? And he just slides real fast. And he just, And I just. Which strang- is
0: great for everyone.
1: Penguin! Yeah, and then yeah. shoo! It's great for the game yeah, yeah, sucks yeah, 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 for everyone else. Penguin? So we call that penguining.
0: So that's become uh, something that I've gotten very used to. And, and you know, we played this early on. We, before we were ever married, we played this. Yeah. And it kind of got me used to the fact that, oh, he just likes to keep fucking going. I just
1: love to penguin. When.
0: where I'm like mm, let's look at these pretty flowers let's right. look at yeah, all yeah. this stuff uh,
1: fuck Super Mario 3D Worlds are a really good Yeah, that should be on my list yeah. I fucking love Super Mario 3D Design-wise World design
0: wise and everything it's, it's very good really the only good. reason it's not near my top is because really there good. are things in these other games it's that really, really good
1: know. yeah I don't know replace uh, what was my replace Divinity with Super Mario 3D World it's really fucking good okay on my okay. list uh, my number two is a game we just talked about for forever uh, it takes two yeah, it was that high on my yeah, list. I was wow. very impressed by it wow. takes two. Yeah.
0: See I didn't include it takes two on my list entirely because we were talking about it.
1: Well, then what's your number two?
0: My number two is actually uh, Rayman Legends. Oh, I so I love the, Rayman Legends. The interesting thing about Rayman Legends is it's kind of an unsung hero as far as I'm concerned with platformers because it's a very lot
1: underrated. It's really, very underrated.
0: Really cool stuff in Rayman Legends, but the other thing that made it interesting on the Wii U is that we could both play as separate characters. But whoever had the touchscreen,
1: that was the only game that justified the only game that we played that really justified the that really stuff. justified the existence of that stupid fucking tablet. Remember the stupid giant fucking tablet of the Wii U? The only game that really used that was Rayman Legends. And I guess maybe be maybe maybe Mario Maker, you could argue, but like Rayman Legends was the game that used the tablet.
0: Well, see, when they made the tablet, you know, they were always like, oh, you know, it's something that everyone, like, you as a family can play th- yeah. these games together more because you can... Wear-
1: so strange that it took a third-party game to justify the existence of that stupid exactly. fucking tablet. Exactly. It
0: was the thesis for how this yeah. worked. Oh,
1: my God. Because- there's so many great ideas with that tablet.
0: Yeah, like, there were multiple characters in Rayman Legends, and we could both play as separate character, like, player characters, but then if you had the... Wii U tablet in your hand, you could also use the touch screen on the tablet to do things like move platforms. Right, right, right. And there were points where that was really, really, really necessary. But it was like,
1: you know, there would be like a level where one person is controlling Rayman on the TV, and the other person is like watching Rayman and like trying to draw platforms under Rayman as Rayman is jumping, just like, here's a platform, oh oh god, here's a platform, like, woo, here's a platform, and like, you know, just like shit like that, like, Mm -hmm. really justifying the existence of that tablet. The
0: fact that that... That thing carried what the hell was that? Uh Monster. Oh cool. So the fact that Rayman Legends proved what the Wii U could do. Yeah. Like, that's why it's so high on my list, too, is that it didn't have to fucking be like that. I would say (laughs) it's
1: probably still worth it, even, like, because there's a PC port. I want to say there's probably, like, an Xbox and PlayStation port of that game. Probably still worth it, even without the Wii U. I would probably make the argument that the definitive version of that game is the Wii U version, but...
0: Which is strange to say that anything is... I know, I
1: know, I know. But probably still worth worth playing, even if you don't have the Wii U.
0: Another reason it's so high on my list... Best use of Black Betty.
1: I know. There's some great use of... Uh,
0: music in music, general. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just really the great... The musical
0: great themes in that musical, game are really yeah. good. You know, like, because people always talk about how, like, it, 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 talking about Mario Wii, yeah. this, you know, like, oh, the characters dance once in a while to the yeah. beat. No, like, Rayman really makes... And I guess that's always really been true of Rayman. Really good integration but, yeah.
1: of gameplay and music. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, my number one game... Can you guess it? What is it? It's fucking Rock Band. <laughs> I fucking love... Listen how to it. How did me. I not know that? I fucking love Rock Band. And again, a game with a huge asterisk. There's a lot of mechanical requirements. You gotta get these stupid fucking plastic instruments. and To
0: illustrate to y'all how much he loves Rock Band, yeah. uh, he... Not only did we have to buy an Xbox 360 in the year of our Lord 2020, but we also have a very large electronic that's, that's drum kit. That's a very kit.
1: small electronic drum kit. Picture- it's
0: bigger than the actual Rock Band drum kit.
1: Oh, well, yeah, because the Rock Band drum kit's tiny. Like, that's not a real drum kit. This is like a real... So He got a real
0: drum kit for here's, Rock Band.
1: Here's if, if you, like me, miss... The era of plastic instruments and rhythm games.
0: You should get an electric drum kit.
1: Here's here's what you want to do. You want to hunt down. There's Google all this shit. I'll just tell you what you need to Google. There's a very specific version of Rock Band. 3 that you have to have the physical disc for, and I want to say it's the Mad Cats version, because when they republished it, it was under EA. EA version doesn't work. You need the Mad Cats version. You need an Xbox 360. You need Rock Band 3 specifically. Why do you need all these things? Because there is a huge community of people who make custom songs specifically for Rock Band 3.
0: That's what I'm hearing, is we're definitely playing Rock Band after
1: this. Oh yeah, 100%. You can download, I don't know, anything, basically anything, basically any song, like pretty much anything, like, you love Disney music, Disney songs, Co- I love,
0: Coheed, Co-Heed and Cambria.
1: Cambria, I love, like, dumb video game music. And Led Zeppelin. And Led Zeppelin, yeah, Led motherfucking Zeppelin is never gonna license the use of their songs for anything, let alone, you know, Rock that they're gonna be like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Well, custom. So these beautiful like, nerds the, the, in their
0: basements have tagged yes, out all these games. It's
1: it's a big it's a big community supported game where nerds in their basement have been like, Hey, I'll chart a Led Zeppelin song and then you can download them. Uh, I I wanna say even technically it's legal because it is they, there's some sort of like I don't know. Technically this is not piracy. And the community has made, like, an agreement with Harmonix. Like, anything that you have that's official DLC, we will not make a custom chart for. Anything you have in Rock Band 4, we will not make a custom chart for. Um, So there's, like, you know, uh, there's, like... (laughs) An easy piece, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, There's a truce. An
0: uneasy piece, I uh, guess. And in agreement, Harmonix
1: looks the other way on all these custom things. Anyway, um, also, there is... uh, You can get an adapter that will make any electronic drum kit work with the Xbox 360. It's like the Xbox MIDI drum adapter. Just Google that. So I got myself, like, a pretty cheap electronic drum kit. It's called the Alesis Nitro Mesh, which is, like, a very good entry-level drum kit and just plugged in this adapter and now i have like a real ass drum kit that you can also use for rock band mm-hmm. uh then we w- we went really extra and there's like a rock band three fog kit and lighting kit and we got i don't know like microphones our it our game room looks like a goddamn uh band records here sometimes but anyway that's how to really go hard in rock band
0: Neighbors think that we're like hot boxing up here or something, and it's just so much more nerdy. The fog machine, yeah, 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 the, the fog machine like, goes wow, on. they're smoking a lot of weed up there, and then, nope, <laughs> so we're just big version. Now, uh, this is
1: something I've also endorsed on this podcast. Sorry, I'm I know I'm taking forever on this. Uh, I still haven't said my I, I, I know, I know, I know. The future of this, because like honestly, we're just you know, we're, we're holding together Rock Band 3 with duct tape and prayers and magic. Uh, the future of this, uh, lies with a game called Clone Hero. Clone Hero is the dumbest fucking name I've ever heard. They're changing the name eventually to a game called Strike Line. When they finish Clone Hero, they're going to sell an official product. Right now, Clone Hero is completely free. You can download Clone Hero. It does all the same shit I just described.
0: Except vocals.
1: Except vocals. It doesn't have vocal support right now. Um, When they do Strike Line, they're eventually going to add vocal support. But all the same shit you can download. The great thing about... Clone Hero slash Strike Line is you don't need an Xbox 360 or a weird, baroque, specific edition of Rock Band 3 or whatever. You just download this for PC and it all just works. Mm -hmm. And it's great. Anyway, uh, Clone Hero, Strike Line, Rock Band, the combination of those three are my favorite co-op game.
0: My favorite of all time, at least in recent memory, uh, and again, excluding It Takes Two, because It Takes Two definitely would have been on my list. Yeah, it was great. um, Is... Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze.
1: I love Tropical Freeze. But the one reason, I was like, that game's still really fun just by yourself.
0: Well, it is. It's very fun by yourself, but it's also a very rewarding co-op experience. Especially when you have a husband who likes a penguin. I love Tropical Freeze. And it's just, uh, you know, as far as Donkey Kong games go, there hasn't been a great Donkey Kong co-op experience, I feel, since Donkey Kong Country 2. So it is it's been hard fought. Like, this is not... It's not been an easy road for Donkey Kong by any means. No, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze was also one of the first co-op games that you and I played together. That's true. So it holds very near and dear to my heart. Uh, you know, great soundtrack. You know, it really captures a lot of what made Donkey Kong Country 2 great. Uh, difficulty, I'd say, is maybe mid to low on that. Like, well, That sounds hard as
1: shit, are in you? In comparison
0: to Donkey Kong Country 2...
1: Uh, Tropical Freeze is pretty hard.
0: No, Tropical Freeze can be a real dick
1: Did you play those bonus levels? Those bonus levels are... Fucking... In the
0: main game.
1: Okay. In the main, main
0: game. Main game is... Uh, I, I, main game is pretty... I'm not saying it's not I can't difficult.
1: believe you thought it was easy and I thought it was hard.
0: Well, I also am always player two, So you had to carry me. <laughs> that's,
1: okay. Okay. Maybe that's why we have a difference of opinion there. Yeah, yeah
0: because I, I... I thought that game was hard. I don't think it's... I don't think it's that it's here's the difference so i don't it's not that it's not hard right it's that in comparison to donkey kong country 2 yeah it's a little easier like there are parts of donkey kong country 2 like if when you and i fought captain cruel captain k K rule yeah yeah yeah. uh captain cruel if you watch the animated series his name is captain cruel okay but anyway, uh, if you wanted to watch that terrible, terrible series,
1: I mean that's the pun that we're definitely going for is K rule cruel, yeah. Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, so like that was something that I found very rewarding. And whenever you and I played Donkey Kong Country Two, that fight sucked. <laughs> we're like in the last fight, it felt like I could still do something. It's okay. In okay. Donkey Kong Country Two, there were a lot of times where it was like, yeah, well, fuck you if you're Dixie Kong or Diddy Kong. Like if you were player two, regardless of whomst you were. Yeah. Yeah, like there were a lot That's of times where it was I, like, DKC, well, you just go to hell.
1: DKC 2 is pretty fucking hard. It, yeah. You're right. And DK, it wasn't DKC2 was
0: friendly, where this is really, yeah. you know.
1: DKC 2 is probably harder than Tropical Freeze, but Tropical Freeze is pretty hard. Oh, it's
0: hard. Um, it's hard. I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm just saying that it's lot, a little more forgiving.
1: I think a lot of people probably slept on Tropical Freeze because oh, it yeah. was originally released for the Wii U, and then mm-hmm. it was like re-released unceremoniously on the Switch. No, no, no. Don't sleep on that game. If you like platformers, you need to check out Tropical Freeze. It's really good.
0: Yeah, especially if you like Donkey Kong platformers, too. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. very, very good. Great. Yeah, Great. yeah. I'm surprised neither of us put Mario Kart, but I guess it's not really a co-op No, game.
1: it's not a co-op game. It's like yeah. a competitive Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really co-op about Mario Kart unless you're, like, going to play Grand Prix and team up on the CPUs, but... Like we did? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We play a lot of games that are supposed to be versus as co-op. It's right. really fun. Like, when we play Mario Party, we have a, like... Hidden rule, like we don't we don't fight against each other unless we have all human players, then it's you know we let God decide, but yeah.
1: Do you have anything you want to endorse? Any movies, TV shows, games? If not, I got something. You can think for a bit while I endorse.
0: Endorse yours, and I. Will.
1: I have endorsed on this podcast previously a lot of bad movies, a lot of so bad they're good movies. Oh. I just discovered I know what a, you're gonna say. a movie called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. to Hawaii. Yeah, it's got a great. First of all, it's got a great theme song. It is very '80s. Um, it uh, stars a lot of. I think they were like penthouse playmates or something.
0: Playboy bunnies.
1: Playboy bunnies. So you can imagine what kind of scenes exist in this movie that stars.
0: Tits just come out for no reason.
1: Uh, we played a drinking rule where it was like drink for tits. There's a lot of tits, but like. There's reasons to watch this movie, not just tits. Uh, There's a lot of, like, just...
0: It's just fun. it's 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 a
1: very fun... It's not... I mean, there's tits, definitely. But it's just a very fun, playful movie that, like, has a lot of just outrageous... Like, did that just fucking happen? Like, what the fuck? And then, like, of fucking course, none of the Playboy penthouse whatever playmates can act worth a fucking shit. So there's a lot of terrible acting just deadpanning lines it's just so
0: earnest though yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, it's just a really fun bad movie just very fun uh hard ticket to hawaii is what it's called
0: i am yeah. actually going to be uh endorsing a uh an etsy seller called enchanted ears and they made uh so we took my younger sister to Disney World this weekend, and we got, I got her from Enchanted Ears, these, uh, custom Judy Hopps Mickey ears. The quality of those ears were, like, you know, I mean, I've had, I'm a Disney woman, uh, very much so. James is nodding vigorously for those just listening, and now he's shrugging apathetically. Um... I have, you know, I'm a Disney adult, and I have a lot of custom Disney ears uh, for, you know, different things. I even got custom Disney ears for us for our honeymoon that you didn't wear.
1: I uh, fucking wore them. The what? Buccaneers. Yes, I wore them.
0: Yeah, for three three minutes to show me how much you no, fucking hated. No, I
1: wore. They were heavy. They were like really heavy. They're like give you a They were like heavy. They were heavy.
0: They were a little heavy. They were. Heavy. But but here's the thing. I wore here's, them. Here's I what fucking I'm fucking wore them. I got very very uh into custom disney ears for a long time so you know whenever i went in search for a pair for my sister you know i was like okay we'll find you know she loves judy hopps from zootopia so let's find her some judy hopps ones and when i bought these i knew they were going to be okay like they looked good Uh, you know, but I, I've seen things that look good in photos that maybe don't, you know, as long as she liked them, it was going to be okay. But the quality was gorgeous. You know, they didn't hurt her head at all. She would have taken them off if they'd hurt her head. You know what I mean? And I mean, just everything about them, uniform, clean, beautiful. And both my sister and the character loved to see them. You know, it got her, it got my sister noticed and it, that made her day. I mean, nothing better could have happened to her so yeah, Enchanted Ears is Enchanted aligned. Ears. Yeah. I like how you endorsed a terrible movie and I endorsed an Etsy seller. That seems very indicative of it's around, very so. very
1: on brand for both of us. Yeah. All right. I think that's our podcast. Our right. next episode might be Tiny Tina's Adventure World. Whatever that's Wonderland. Wonderland, what whatever it's called. It's called. Uh, it might be Kirby. Yeah, I don't. It, it might, might be Kirby
0: if Zach can get a. It
1: might be a board game if Zach. I don't, who knows? Yeah. Uh, stay tuned and find out. Um, you have anything else? I
0: don't know. Kiss your local cryptid.
1: Kiss your local cryptid, and with that, uh, that's gonna do it for us uh, for the Good Games podcast. I'm James,
0: and I'm Jesse, and we are married.
1: We are married, and we'll for now, and we'll see you <gasps> next time. Goodbye. Bye. It's never a good thing to hear from the bathroom.